0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to 2020 Podcast. I am your host, Nat, and I am super excited to finally start season two of 2020 Podcast. I know it's been a long time coming. I've been missing sharing with you all, and I just want to thank you all for just being so loyal, checking in, um, listening to my podcast from first season. I'm just super excited to dive into season number two. Um, So I hope you're all doing well. I hope you have all been safe during this pandemic. And uh, yes, as we push forward together, I just ask that everybody continue to stay safe, continue to check on your loved ones and just keep the positive vibes going. Um, Today, I am super excited to have with me on this podcast, my dearest friend, I'm not gonna call it friend, my family, my sister, Tanya Marissa Um, she's a spiritual creative and wellness writer joining me on the podcast today how are you today T? I'm good and I'm excited I'm looking forward to this this is gonna be be amazing it's gonna be fun we always have a good time when we're together we We always have a good time when we're together so this is lots of jokes we got our water just so we don't choke over here Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. love to take a sip so today's conversation is going to be life experience in relationships as grown ass woman We need to talk about this, you yeah, know? I, I think this conversation definitely needs to happen, yeah. you know, because I think that all, what's kind of happening in today's day and age is, you know, I'm, I, I'm you know, me too, I'm gonna keep it 100. Like some people need to be put in check. It's like, you know, you have to remember that we are adults, okay? And, you know, coming from our background, and I'm gonna, I, I always like to use the com- the yeah, combination, so sorry, I the comparison, you know, Millennials, Gen Zs, you know, there's a huge generational gap there when it comes to communication and understanding and how to deal with people in general. And I think this also kind of flows into race sometimes as well, because I think that as we continue in these, you know, this new millennial way of thinking, there is that respect gap that's happening and how... They do. I agree with millennials though. Yeah, oh, I'm a millennial. Yeah, cuz oh, we're millennials. Okay, okay, we're I'm millennials. Millennial. Are you? Okay. No, no. no, no, no like, I'm you saying, you saying con- that we're not cuz no. I agree with everything. No. I, I even he- agree with Gen Z though. This- See, ooh, okay. I agree with that. I, I agree with we'll about, it. about it. Okay, <laughs> This is what this we're is going to be. Okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be a good <laughs> conversation. A- you know okay. what? There is there is some. There is some things I do agree with, but I think that one of the biggest things for me when it comes to millennials, though, is like like you said, our foundation is way different, right? Oh yeah. For uh, sure. Expectations, mm-hmm. respect, communication, those are foundations that I believe that not I believe, but we were taught mm-hmm. in earlier ages. And this is what we carried on into our later life. I feel that nowadays if there's that gap. There is that huge gap when it comes to communication. And mm-hmm. then there's that gap of like I was talking about in the beginning when it comes to respect. Okay. Right? and how we're addressed and how we're, you know, in relationships. So when we're talking about relationships, I'm going to talk about the intimate ones. Let's we'll start there. Oh, we are. we're starting right. there. We're starting there. Like, we're, we're going to start there. We're trickling to other things, yeah, okay. but, you know, but when it comes to, the, like, my biggest thing is communication, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that for myself, and again, you can chime in at any given time. Okay. When we're in a relationship, I find like the biggest gap always is the communication aspect of things. Now, look, I'm not asking you for a chariot on a horse. But guess what? If we have plans, you going to be late? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Just, yeah. Tell, just tell us, sister you're going to be late. That part. You know? just just It's just called courtesy. You can't call somebody and be like, hey, Nat, I'm going to be five minutes late. Right? So it's just little things like that. But the other thing that I have, and this is can, can I interrupt? Yes, you can. So are you talking about you as a millennial dating someone that's in Gen Z? Or are you talking about dating people? Right? <laughs> oh, we're getting specific, this is good. No, I just, you I know mean, what, generally, okay, but so, specifically. Okay, so yeah. I will say, because you know what, and I know, I know this may sound more contingent over, but I think that even millennial men that I've dated have taken on a lot of Gen Z tendencies. Okay. So, when it comes to communication, and simple communication, and teeny little things that we could just do <laughs> as a reply. I can't, I'm sorry, I'm like, oh, right? Yeah. It's like, Dude, like, how hard is it just, do? I mean, you want to, I see on Instagram posting bare posts, but you can't pick the floor and say, hey, I'm going to be like, Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Okay. So totally anyways, I'm about trying to, try it, I'm not trying to, because I post enough too, because okay. like, I mean, we're in business and stuff like that. So much yeah, yeah, to yeah, say. Of course, of course. But what I'm saying is, is that it's all about your priorities. If you're trying to court somebody or be with somebody, and if, I'm not saying marry me off or whatever the case is, because I'm not looking for any of that, but it's like, when it is coming, we're trying to put some sort of foundation, sorry, then there's just little things that come with that. Right? So mm-hmm. if you can't call me, or it's just like if, you know, we were touching on it earlier <laughs> when it comes to, like, when we got to dinner, it's like, OK, so we got to debate at the dinner table who's paying? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's an issue <laughs> for me. Because as a grown woman, mm-hmm. I think that we get into these issues about if you ask me out, right, mm-hmm. and I show up for the date, and there's a debate at the table about who's going to pay, and you asked me out. Are, does that why? make sense? That doesn't make any sense. Why are What's you big? That, that doesn't make any and sense. And it's not because I'm trying to take anything from you. It's dinner. I could have stayed home and dinner. It's, I'm not. It's just you asked me out. This is your suggestion. Exactly. You I'm a grown-ass woman. I've been taking care of myself my entire adult life. So about it? Yeah. I don't understand why you think because you have to pay for dinner. That means you're going to be paying for my life. <laughs> it's a meal. You asked me out. Why does it have to be a deeper thing than that? Why right. do we have to go into... Gender roles, mm. equality. Mm-hmm. You asked me out, right? When I go out, even with friends, and you know, I don't mind covering my friends. Hundred percent. If do that's time. yeah, that's, that's what we do. I don't know why it has to be such a big debate, right? Or you know, I feel like maybe we should talk about this before we even get to the first date. Oh, why do we? But you know what's so sad? That never used to be that way. It, it Because this is I was thing. asked out, even yeah. now, you know, even with recent experience, if I'm asked out, I haven't been asked to pay or it's like, yeah. there would be, again, I agree, there's conversations where it's like, if we're making plans, it's like, okay, I'll cover this, you cover this, because it's a mutual understanding between mm-hmm. both. So mm-hmm. this is what we're going to be doing together. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that if somebody is showing interest in you and they're pursuing you, and like, okay, this is what I'd like to do for you. Mm-hmm. then you're there and then there's that awkwardness where it's like okay so you're getting ready to cut and they're looking at you like yo at your <laughs> <point of Wyatt?" laughs> and like, what's really happening right now I'm like okay so why did you call me here if you don't have enough money this mm-hmm. and that's the other thing I want to hit on when it comes to situations like that look I don't ha- I don't have a problem with anybody that does anything so at the end of the day when I look at it it's like okay fine so if you want to work at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Work at McDonald's as long as you're working towards something that's better for yourself. Okay, we don't always have to go to a fancy dinner. Listen, once we get to that place, we can go for a walk. We can do simple things. Let's go to shops at Don Mills. They have a beautiful opening area where we can do walk, have an ice cream, do something, and just chill out and get to know each other. Not everything has to be about the whole monetary aspect of things or lavish lifestyle. And I think that this is where financial. I was talking about where millennial men are starting to take on these habits of Gen Z's where it's like, there's this whole flossing life thing, like big baller, really. Where no I'm like, okay, don't take out a loan to take me to Marches. If you can't afford it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. No,
0: but real shit. Like my thing is like, you don't have to do all of that. I want to get to know you, I want to get to know you. To to know you. So mm-hmm. if it means let's just do something simple, we can go to those days. We can do these things that are fun later on, it's not let's do this right now because you're trying to impress me with a lifestyle that you're not even living yourself. Right? What's that, the point? Because yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not going to put myself out to impress somebody that I don't even know if I'm gonna share a future with. As we build a relationship and there's a level of care and that I have for you 100% like anybody that I love and care about, right? Mm-hmm. I love you and care for me. If you said to me, T I I need this laptop or whatever the case is, I'm gonna give it to you because I care about you, you need it, right? So I have no problem with putting somebody that I love and care about first, but don't come hot out the gates now, doing yeah. something like this, and then furthermore, if, again, being the woman that I am, I don't have an expectation. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can't get mad too, if you start dating a woman that's grown ass woman, and you start on this path where you're doing all these lavish things, and this now you've set this expectation, you've set this presence with her, and now that she expects you, you have a problem because you can't meet it. so don't put yourself in a predicament <laughs> that's well, true too, right. I think that that's true, and I also think that sometimes people have to remember that if a woman was really one actually let me start with this before the first date, you should have had a few conversations, mm-hmm. depending on if it's like. A blind date or not. That's not right. what I'm talking about. But I feel like we should have spoken enough that I know you and I know what to expect from our first date. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's, and I what I'm speaking to is the men that, you know, think that they get this idea that women are gold diggers or want something from them. When as a woman, I'm very aware that you are making under 200 grand mm-hmm. gold diggers like men that are making yes, a, those. Are, yeah. So. Why would you assume that mm-hmm. I talking to you mm-hmm. knowing what you do right. would assume that I I'm I'm here because I'm interested in you not in anything that you can give me. I have my own stuff. And this is, and that's the thing I think so, and I'm going to answer that question for you too because yeah. this is my understanding. I think it's because of their past relationships. They're putting everything on you. Right? And, that's oh, the, and this is what it is, yeah. and that comes from their triggers where it's like, okay, so fine, whatever has happened, and that's one of the things I don't, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the punching bag for your past experiences, mm-hmm. because you have trust issues and things of that nature. Do not put those things on me, because it has nothing to do with me. Exactly. If you are now saying, because remember, you left the old to start anew. If I'm a part of that new that you want, then it's clean slate. Let us build that relationship. Let us build that trust with them that we mm-hmm. don't know each other, but that is going to take time to build that foundation. Exactly. So if you're coming at me with old baggage, then you shouldn't be dating me in the first place. Number one, straight up, that's a warning signal for you because you can want and want and want all you want to. Are you ready? Yes. Because that's the thing too. You're jumping out of the fire into the frying pan and expecting a different result. It's both, both of them are hot. <laughs> <laughs> It's right. true. So. Now, to speak to that, though, mm-hmm. th- a lot of people don't realize that they're bothered until they're in something new. So you wouldn't know because you're by yourself. You're cool. I'm chilling. I feel mm-hmm. healed. Mm-hmm. I'm healed. I'm ready. It's feeling healed. You, it, it's <laughs> like, I'm ready for this new relationship. Right. And you, you meet this new person. You're having a conversation with them and you're like, oh, that mm-hmm. reminds me of. Mm-hmm. It's not the other person's fault. Right. It It's like a discovery, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm fine with that. It's like, where are we going to go with this discovery that mm-hmm. you still have this issue? Mm-hmm. Because it's not my fault that you still have this issue. So what are we going to do here? Are mm-hmm. you going to work on it or is it going to be a thing mm-hmm. that you don't trust me now or you have a problem right because of what someone did to you in the past? Right. But that, that's not like, and that's the thing. This is where it's people also have to understand. I do believe in healing because the healing I feel is that you're, my per, like, understanding story of healing is, it's in, it's gone. Like, for example, my ex-husband. Yeah. yeah. I don't think about some of him until somebody says his name. He's forced, of course not. he's forgotten. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's where I'm. Like I know I've healed from that relationship because okay. it's meaning it's so absent from my mind. It's almost like oh yeah I was married. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that happened a part of my life. I feel that people are coping. Oh. That's the difference from they haven't it, healed. They haven't healed. So they've learned to cope with what has happened to them in their past. Thinking that coping is enough to deal with the relationship that you now want to embark on. However, you get triggered. This is the problem. <laughs> and then right? you're taking it out on this person that's like, I didn't know exactly. that all of this was a thing. Totally. Yeah. So my thing is is that if you're not going to have a level of vulnerability, to say that I'm still coping, because it's fair to the person that you're pursuing. Because that's the thing. If you're pursuing me, mm-hmm. you're still coping. Be honest about me with me with what you're coping. You don't have to give me all the details because we're getting to know each other. But as time goes on, and if you're learning to trust, absolutely, right, yeah. then you need to let me know what you're coping with, so that yeah. there's a level of understanding that I can support the best way that I can. Obviously, the, res- the I can't resolve your issues for you. That is something you have to walk out. But as you're going through it, I may not understand, but I can hold your hand, right? Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. much as I possibly can through it, right? Mm-hmm. But I just don't like when they come into the relationship and they're like, yeah, I'm healed, but you're lying to yourself, right? And that's yeah. not fair to the person that you know, you're now pursuing because they're thinking, okay, I don't know you, so I'm thinking, all is well, you're ready. That all these little trigger, 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 like, don't cut my don't cut your food that way, because I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay, drop the fork and knife, <laughs> step away from the plate. know, <laughs> <Yeah>, What, <laughs> what yeah, happened? Sorry. Yeah, it's true because sometimes you're like, what did I do? Or it's like, it can be as simple as you can say something yeah. and it has nothing to do. Like you can say something like my favorite color is orange and it's like, oh no, <laughs> their favorite color was orange. So like, you might be yeah, problematic. Right. And some people are that sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's a thing for me like I, I get the I, I'm all I'm a believer of balance do so you know what I? I mean and I know meeting like, people where they're at as well yeah. I'm a gentle caring person I will always right. meet you where you're at mm-hmm. the thing is though I need something I, I'm human I need something in return I can't exactly. be constantly soothing you and making sure that yeah. you're okay right. with all your stuff mm-hmm. from the past while I'm working on my stuff so that mm-hmm. this doesn't I'm not doing this to you. Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing this to you because when I am triggered, I know that it's my trigger. Mm -hmm. So I hold that. When I can control it, I know that there are situations where people simply can't. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work, more Mm -hmm. than 12 years. Mm -hmm. Therapy, wellness, all of the alternative stuff that I do. Mm -hmm. So when I'm triggered, I tend to hold it, put it away. My mood might shift a little bit, but not so much that I am taking it out on the person that has no idea that that would have been a trigger because that's when I think that that's not fair. I think that you have to take responsibility for your reactions to your triggers especially if it impacts someone else Mm -hmm. in a really deep way because you're not yes you're triggered it's like remember though you want to create a trigger for another person though while you're being triggered. And that's at the end of in the da- exactly, because now it's like you're damaging somebody mm-hmm. else because you're not willing to cope with the things that you've went through. Exactly. And then sometimes it's interesting because I feel that people's coping mechanisms is now to hurt somebody else because then themselves are hurt. Right? Mm-hmm. That whole hurt I believe in that I believe in that saying hurt people, hurt people. Hurt I truly people, do. And people. they will hurt people because they're not willing to deal. And that's and that's where it becomes very sad, especially in relationship, because back to your point, women are receivers, right? It is so much easier for us to feel what you're saying, like that, it impacts us in such a deep way. And not to say Mm. that men don't go through it, I'm not saying that men can't be sensitive. They absolutely are. Any human being is going to feel, right? Mm. I just Mm. think with men that they're taught, like, especially with black men, we're taught, or not we're taught, they're taught, That's like the whole ego thing, the pride, right? So your pride is there to mask all of what you're feeling because you're taught not to feel, right? Mm -hmm. Females, we're automatically, we feel. Women. Women, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Women. Women, thank you for the correction. Yeah. Um, You know, we feel right away, right? Mm -hmm. We're receivers. Mm -hmm. And um, trickling back a little bit more to you, because when you're saying that, you know, you're a very caring, giving, loving person, I'm a very caring person. I'm a black and white, though. Like, straight 100 real grown ass woman like okay. <laughs> this and is this is me because it's like I will care listen I will ride with you 150% till the end mm-hmm. and I will give myself I will give 150% like sometimes it's to a fault and I had to learn a lot of those things the hard way yeah but when I'm done I'm done like I oh same yes I, if you're not like, making an effort right the thing is I will always give you a chance to make those changes like mm-hmm. if something happens mm-hmm. I understand you weren't expecting that reaction cool right it's like but if it keeps happening I'm not Mascara. I'm not sticking here yeah I'm, I'm not like, yeah and I'm gonna tell you and I'm aware like straight shirt. I'm gonna tell you straight up yeah like blood. I can't I can't right. stick around for this but I've been better too I just have to openly say this this is you know a safe place to have a conversation is that mm-hmm. I've been better with controlling how I really want to cut into people sometimes. Because sometimes I'm like, yeah, literally like a knife to the throat. Like, I'm like, this is Mm -hmm. what it is. I'm not even trying to think about your feelings right now. I just want to give you the straight skinny. Keep it one buck. Okay. Keep it a buck. I'm very careful. No. With how I... um, because people... That's for me, though, because people mm-hmm. have hurt me badly with their words, mm-hmm. see? So I'm very careful, always have been, mm-hmm. with how I approach people. And if I'm mad, most of the t- I don't think anyone has ever even seen that because mm-hmm. I know it's damaged me so much. Like, I've spent a lot of money on therapy because of people's words and things that they've said mm-hmm. to me. So I think that might have caused me to maybe stick longer than I should because I always want to make sure that people are cared for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes before myself. But I've done that So to, and, me, and it's not good. It? No, I know. You You're a sweetheart. I know. Ten years, jeez. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's podcast. Like, <laughs> Wait, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's like real. and that's the thing. I my point is that I think that's why sometimes I'm in the gray area because I, I have empathy for it. I really do understand mm. that sometimes but not forever. But do you As think I it's say, more of a us being human beings more than grown-ass women, though? Because I think it's more the human side of us being human. Right? Because I think, I, I will say, not even I think, I don't come from much. You know, mm-hmm. I busted my ass to get where I am today. Like, mm-hmm. my family wasn't well off, you know, and all that good stuff. But, you know, I would hate to know somebody was at their lowest point. And I think that was the part for me mm-hmm. where I had to like that's a part for me it's it's really hard for me to get around that because I just wouldn't I don't like people suffering that is what it is so it, I hold yeah. on to it but then it's like but wait I'm suffering here you're suffering and you're in helping them so right. that's when you have to yeah. remember like I have to take care of myself before I can take care of anyone else yeah and that's something that I'm I no. That's something I have learned mm-hmm. because that isn't going to happen again in my life. Mm-hmm. I will always put myself first because not putting myself first in relationships didn't really get me very far, mm-hmm. right? Um, because human beings are human beings, and if you're going to let them take advantage, they're just going to keep going with it because you're not saying no, right? It kind of becomes so. narcissistic. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I like. Well, am I going there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending. I feel like that's a really difficult, like I would, I'm, well, a person towards you, I think sometimes could, like, I will say this, you know what, I'm not going to say in all cases, but I would say like, in, that's a heavy word. It, it is, but it's funny that you're, when you're out of something, you realize certain types of behaviors, right? And I'm not trying to get too deep. I'm not a Dr. Phil, or I don't have a PhD or psychology or anything Neither like say anymore, so <laughs> Um, I believe he hasn't, he's not licensed, so, so. yeah, I, like, I don't even know why you used Dr. Phil, but yeah, yeah he, he was, was the person that came my head, he yeah, my lead. bad, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick another one next time, my bad, mm. um, but it was just like, I think that in the relationship that I was in before, they knew yeah. that I was a caring person, and then I always got a sob story. So this is where the narcissistic aspect of it came in where you were you're pulling on an area of me that you knew that i wouldn't i would never genuinely put you in a situation that would um, cause you any harm or just put Mm -hmm. you in a situation where um you know you would be without but it Mm -hmm. had to get to that because as you said i had to put myself first and i wasn't i was just putting their needs first how they were feeling but then in all of that that i was giving they weren't trying they were trying to be better for themselves they weren't trying to do better for themselves. They're just like, Natalie has it down, so I can literally coast and do not a mother effing thing yeah and just keep telling her the sad story like you know i'm not able to find something better i've been trying so hard and yeah 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 and people in the world are treating me so poorly like, and i was like oh my gosh my important goodness. thing and then i'm like but hold up right. <laughs> yeah. like, you got access to the internet just like i do you have access to people <laughs> just like i do. Mean, it's been so. t-minus five years yes. what's up <laughs> so when are you going to be okay enough to get your life back on track. You know what I'm saying? So this is where it's like, and that's the thing, I'm not here to pat myself on the back or anything, but I am very proud about where I am. It doesn't matter. And again, my mentality of where I used to be then and now has changed in such a dramatic way, for, in a positive way, mm-hmm. where I look at myself now and I'm like, I look around and I never, anytime anything happens worse to somebody else, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's happened. It's like to me, I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> right? I'm not worried. I always make sure that, I'm taking care of yeah. if anything were to happen. I have a backup plan. I'm never really worried. Mm-hmm. The old me, he used to be like, oh my gosh, I'm stressing, my hair's falling. I'm not eating, what am I gonna do? it. then so much time gets wasted, months and weeks get passed, yeah. and I haven't done anything. So my mentality has definitely switched. So That's same. good, that's healing. Right? So mm. healed, girl. And trusting yourself. Look at that. Yeah. I've grown as a grown-ass woman. <laughs> <one>. um, <laughs> right yeah. like, but for them it's like even in the in the moments of us being together mm-hmm. seeing that you're still not trying for yourself so to your point where it's like yes you have to put yourself first and there's that selfishness that has to trickle in and that was my breaking point where it's like i'm not going to keep investing it's almost like if you you know you invest in stocks if a stock is never it, like i mean it's not the stock market is a little different obviously because it's like more like okay you have to let it sit and if you're in you know let it um mm-hmm. Oh my gosh um increased value and all this other good stuff right so maybe it's a bad example but anyways it's like if you're investing in anything let's just say you're investing in something investing in property and the, the property is not like the land is not increasing in value whatever the case is like okay i are going to sit around forever or you to pull out right yeah exactly so that was more of my investment i'm making in this relationship there's no and when i'm investing in it there's no return on my investment so i had to pull out right mm-hmm. um so that is where i was at with that but um and I think that this is where we're going back to when it comes to like just being mature about things. Yeah. And not everything has to be, um, it doesn't have to be handled in an immature way, right? No. right. And I think that this is where for me I had to, there were some things I did that were immature, <laughs> but at the end I handled it maturely because I think that I gave you know, you give them enough time. You give people in relationships enough time for them to to figure it out. And then mm-hmm. for yourself, you're just kind of like, OK, well, now I, I got to figure me out. I think that I'm saying all this to say, just kind of go back to what you were saying, too, about putting yourself first, because that yeah, that, as you say, it's kind of a revelation for me in this moment. I'm like, yeah, that definitely was healing because now it's just like you feel like you're such a different person with all the weight gone, right? Yeah, um, and, and you I'm know what's do. up for yourself. Like, you're able to identify things mm-hmm. qu- more quickly. Mm-hmm. Even when you're meeting someone and you're talking to them, and you're like, emotionally, this isn't going to work. Yeah, so I'm not even going to. You where see before the Yeah, or yep. before you're like, oh, but I can help them get here so that we can finally. And then it's it's years of struggle because yeah. if they're not willing or ready or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't you can't change a person. And it's funny, and there's the, I think he'll change syndrome. Yeah, that was when I was, <laughs> that was many years ago. That's been over for, me lie, for a while. For, I think it's only of recently. Okay. Well, not recently, but within the last, my mm-hmm. last uh, hurrah, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. It was like, yeah, you know, you just kept hoping the change mm-hmm. would come, and you're just like, okay, we hold on a little bit longer? And I think that sometimes, for myself, I put myself in that situation, too, because I'm like... I've invested so much for me to walk away mm-hmm. and then to start over that was the whole mentality but then it was just like yeah but I'm like okay they'll change and you know but then it's like they're not changing but you're hoping that they're changing and it's just like exactly yeah so now 150% now where it's like if I know that there's not going to be a relationship out of this and if it's just a friendship or whatever the case is I'm cool with that like I said my I don't know what my hashtag is for this year, or it's like, there's no expectation, right? Because I believe in things happening organically, and I believe in, you'll know when you know, right? Like, there's just that knowing that happens whereby you're like, okay, yeah, I want, there's something in me that really wants more from this individual, or we're like, okay, I'm actually really good with where it is. I'm good with us being friends. I'm good at us kicking it here and there, but that's the beginning and the end. I don't Mm -hmm. really want, I'm not trying to, I'm not waiting in six months for you to propose. I'm not trying to make you buy a house. Like, the white picket fence, disney world nobody's no one's looking for that though and i think that sometimes you have to recognize like well okay there are people out there that are looking for that let me say personally i'm not so it's a matter of like get to know me and recognize that that's not what it's about like it's not that serious and i think it's it's not like i'm not going into things yes i would love to be in a relationship but just because i would love to be in a relationship doesn't mean you're it you're just here right now and we're figuring this out you might Love not that. be it so chill yeah. off of that and let's mm-hmm. just get to know each other and don't assume because of, i'm a grown-ass woman i want that from you listen let me tell you something <laughs> people don't understand yeah. the bliss of not having to share your bed your bathroom or your food can we talk about i think it? that if people understood <laughs> that they would recognize that i'm not eagerly trying to jump into anything with just anyone exactly because i'm not sharing my peace mm-hmm. i am not giving up my peace just Mm -hmm. to have someone next to me right it's so much deeper than that for me because you've got to fit Mm -hmm. and i've got to fit with you like Mm -hmm. we've got to fit within each other's lives and the adjustments that i would have to make to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. i'm not doing that unless i'm sure about this right right and yeah i I don't think people get that i think they think that like especially some men they show up and they're like okay, we're this age and she's single. She definitely wants this. Yeah. Not necessarily. Who said that? Yeah, not like necessarily. I'm very happily single. It's, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know if people recognize that that yeah. is a real thing. Exactly. So, you know what's oh, yeah. interesting? I, and I can't recall, I think my brother said this to me. He's like, one thing about relationships is each partner plays a musical note. And each note Ooh. equals a song. Ooh! Right? So when I like you play that. it, yeah. there's always something that comes from song. It's either there's a message, there's um, there's harmony, mm-hmm. there's something that's impactful. There's so much beautiful things that come from music. But the expectation of the people involved is that they all contribute to a part of making that song. Whatever note that it is, what instruments played that's Mm -hmm. what contributes to that beautiful thing at the end which is a relationship so 150% it can't just be you can't just come in with a whack note you can't play any you can't (laughs) can't sing you can't play an instrument (laughs) Well, you can't hold a beat and then you you want to come in white space like yeah exactly and you want magic to happen from that? like I'm sorry sir I don't don't think so so. yeah that's not that's not how it works over here it's not a thing No, for sure you know what's interesting too like even when I think about just Friendships, like mm-hmm. even out, like even shifting gears a little bit, it's I, I, you know when we talk about protecting your peace, and I think that there's a lot to be said when there's friends that don't understand boundaries, <laughs> right? Like if you okay for me, I'm down to my last, <laughs> down to my last. <laughs> I used to think I had like all 22 friends. I thought I more than that. I thought I knew 52 different amazing people mm-hmm. and literally we're in single digits now <laughs> yes yeah. honestly and I think that people have to understand friendships are just as deep as relationships more very much so did. so I don't like to use the word friend loosely not anymore absolutely not because I'm like when I tell you okay for me when I equal friendship I equal, equate friendship to like family for me because if you're in my life you're in for a reason mm-hmm. and i don't just let people in willy-nilly because sometimes there's a vibe you're just like you know you catch that vibe it's like that doesn't happen very often so mm-hmm. i'm like i'm holding on to this if it works out great if it doesn't maybe it's just for a season so i'll, I'll you know cap it at a season which is cool but there's people in my life like yourself like i can name on my hand exactly <laughs> my hand who's in my life i don't need an entourage of people that i'm gonna call friends listen i'm gonna be straight with you grown woman shit friends there's actually family acquaintances that's it yeah Same. I have I have relationship with you in this bubble this realm yeah. this is where we're at there's nothing more than that and that's okay you don't have that expectation of, of me because you're not going to get that from me my ride or die friends family call me anytime it could be midnight it could be 3 a.m. it doesn't exactly. matter don't I got call you. me at 3 a.m. though okay. I love you <laughs> call else. Um. it was an emergency <laughs> Yes, because if you need yeah. me And you call me Because th- that's the thing If I get a call at 3am I know it's something serious Okay yes I Do you know what so. I mean yes. So like Because more Again I'm not I know when I'm going to call you 3am But if you call me at 3am When I know it's not your behavior I know something's up Right Absolutely So I look at it like that But your mm. friend Like you're not your friend Sorry Your family will know that though Right it's Oh like yeah call, like, That's a totally yeah. Different thing but I'm just, speaking to the acquaintances Oh I say yeah, the it, I say, yeah Don't call don't me. me Don't call me call Don't call me. me Don't call me This it's ours Actually don't call me Because I don't like Talking about the phone <laughs> That's the thing. I really yeah. hate talking on the phone, and people try to force me to, and I don't like. I don't like it. texting. You know what I don't? I like, like voice notes. I don't even really like FaceTime. Okay, FaceTime I, I like that. because I get okay. to see. It. Yeah, because then like talking on the phone is very. But don't te- listen. Don't text me your whole obituary. No, I don't need that. I, I don't want to hear it. Like if you're here. Like killing up your thumbs or whatever you use to text. Then <laughs> just then the. Why don't you just pick up the phone and call? Like mm-hmm. I can't deal with these ambiguous ways of communication. It drives me absolutely crazy. It's so, like I, I, yeah. I feel fun. like that though. That's definitely a millennial thing. Like I, I love, love a it. voice note. I love a voice note because yeah. then I can get to it when I get to it, and I can answer <laughs> when I'm ready. When I'm yep. on the phone, there's pockets where I also I get distracted easily. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. Pockets where I wasn't listening. And I'm the opposite. Like, I'm not a... I'm not a TV person. I could sit that TV could be off for days and I could care less. I'm not. I don't. Okay. Have, so I'll be taking that with me. You when can I, go. Literally I literally take it. it. You literally <laughs> can take it. I need it one I'm for better. another room. I, no, just kidding. I have enough TV. I love TV. I live yeah, for I'm it. Diff- I'm off. But I like the noise of it. I don't watch every show like yeah. intently. It's like I'm doing a million things because what? I will, when I'm watching TV, something mm-hmm. I discovered that I liked. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew it, but I didn't realize how much I liked it is listening to music with the TV on mute and I've got the captions on. Okay. And then sometimes I'm reading a book too and scrolling on TikTok. Yes, I can It's a whole thing. Really? But that's okay. My that's your thing. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. my attention stuff, as we know. That's I, a topic for another No totally. That's so totally, mm-hmm. but I'm more I'm definitely the opposite. I am I need silence to think. Okay, okay. no. When there's noise and that's yeah. the thing like and this is where plants like again, plants help me heal in so many I love different plants. ways. Like they help me heal when I'm yeah. sitting here. I can think. I'm the most productive when there's less interruption. Um, I can multitask 100% especially when you're in a leadership role you have no choice you're wearing a million hats you, yeah, have to wear, you have to understand how to juggle but if I'm planning or anything if I'm, my perfect day is just if I'm here music even if there's no music, sometimes I'm, I'm tired of music I'm like I just want silence mm-hmm. I can read I can do whatever I can care less about probably anything else and that's when it goes back to communication and stuff because I'm all about body language the sound of the person's voice I'm hearing things like that I like to you know, really process what's coming my way. Okay. And if there's distractions, I'm just like, okay, I'm listening to everything else. Am I hearing you? And you're only really getting a part of it. Like, I remember somebody text messaged me the other night when I was cooking, and I missed a part of the text, and I said, hey, did you say this? They're like, yeah, I said it already. I was like, oh, my bad. But I literally, because I was cooking. Oh, okay, right? So yeah. I'm not, so if I'm doing something, I'm just, again, but I do, I do like to give, you know, my full attention. It's, mm-hmm. And again, it wasn't like a deep conversation. It was just like a quick one mm-hmm. too. In something as small as that, because I was doing something else, I missed something. You so, lost it. right? So I like to be completely okay. sound mind, involved, engaged, and I, I again, I enjoy conversation, right? So I have to be able to you know look at the person here, or even just hear their tone hear mm-hmm. how they're sounding then I'm just like okay so even though they're saying this I know they really meant this so I'm like because I'm over analytical <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've already analyzed it I may not say it to them but I already know what they're thinking they just yeah, said something yeah. I'm like they just contradicted themselves they probably don't even know what this is great <laughs> and I just take it in, but I like to be able to hear those things but in text messages it's just like you okay you could have copy and paste this from Google yeah, <laughs> you can just be like yeah, yeah. hey Siri so how, to how do I respond how do I respond but yes exactly a voice note but I but I just think like with me with voice notes is that you know why don't we just talk then? <laughs> but I get to the timing thing, for sure, where it's like, they can send it to me, I can respond totally, that makes time, 100%, yeah. 100% um, yeah. sense. But yeah, for sure, I think that boundaries though, going back to that, where it's set with people that are acquaintances, 150%, because I think the other thing is too, and with me being in a leadership role for so many years is that, Being your time being respected all the time. Mm, I don't even have notifications on my phone. Oh yeah. Because you know, with yeah, being in a leadership role or leadership roles over the years, it's Mm -hmm. like people will message, email, text at any time. time. You can't even reach me on the phone. My phone's on do not disturb. One hundred percent of the time. Oh really? Yeah, Yeah. and I don't have notifications for anything. So I check messages as and when it feels okay for me to check messages. Which as you showed, it can get very overwhelming it is though yeah and that's the thing it, it really really is and i think this is where people don't understand boundaries where it's like and that's why i love our relationship because it's like even if we don't talk for months we understand each other yeah we know i know you're still around you're doing you right. thing. we're living our lives right like we check we're in grown. yeah <laughs> we're grown we check right? in and when we need each other we know that we'll be there this right? is what it is and i think yes. that for me i have an easier time in those relationships mm-hmm. because I am just not the person that's gonna check in like every day or Mm -hmm. every, uh, I'm not. Mm And it doesn't mean that I don't care. It's yeah. just I have an entire life that I'm living, in, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> so you know, I'm doing my thing, right? Enjoying my peace as I mentioned before. Which so, you should protect at all costs. Exactly at all costs. And if I've got a good story for you, or yes. if you've got something you need to say to me, know that I'm here. Right. I just can't be that person that's on every single day. Time. Yeah. No, no stuff happening. I so. do the only like my sister. We have daily chats because it's just a sister thing. So we'll call it. I day. talk to my sister regularly. I, exactly because yes. I think that there's something about that so I'm like hey we'll just have that like whatever yeah. but I agree with you too where half the time and this is the, actually fun fact the reason why I got it at, like the whole apple watch thing is because half the time I don't know where my phone is like oh you I, don't okay I, you're I, I'm not a mm. I'm kind of like oh where is it oh it was over there last time an hour ago I don't know where I put it out so it was like, ding, ding, I'm like oh there it is underneath the pile of clothes oh, wow. this is great. yeah okay. I'm not attached to my phone even when my um the job that I was at I I'll, like my employees would be like, Mally, your phone, your phone. Like one time I left work and I left it there because I literally. Oh no, I would Yeah, I'm, to mine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just like, okay, well, I'll get it tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> oh Candy Crush. Yeah. I don't use my phone for communication. I just Maybe. have all of my gigs yeah, on it. Yeah, so I would never, yeah. it's never not in my hand. Like no. I'm always scrolling on something. <laughs> But you know, no, all good. Yeah, no, but I can I can deal with that, and I do, and I think it was it was funny because that was one of the biggest things for me too, where it became an eye opener, is that there's just so many people that just want your time all the time, and it's just like, like as you said, I have to protect my peace. I need yeah. to be, in I have to be in a place where I'm whole in order to be able to be there for you and whatever. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if I need to be your leader, you need to give me time to relax, decompress and be able to be present for you the next day or whatever. And again, but if yeah. saying, I need you, I need you, I need you, need you. But then it's my own fault, too, because I also have to set those boundaries. Be like, look, do not. If you mm-hmm. message me after this time, you're not going to get me. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. But, um, yeah, girl, being grown and people and stuff, but I think that now definitely as we bring the conversation to a close, I think we both learned a lot. And I think that now even when I think of when I think about intimate relationships, it's definitely something that like I said before, organic, it has to happen organically. And I have to be in that place where it's like I'm willing to receive, but the person receiving it also has to be willing to receive too. And if that's not a thing, it's like that's okay, on to the next or whenever the next actually comes. Mm -hmm. With friendships, um, again, if you, I'm always open to learning and knowing new people and things like that. I'm very open to that because what I do, I have no choice. Like Mm -hmm. when you, again, especially the plant community, the plant community is huge. Like I've met and connected with so many people on such a positive level, which I think is amazing. Um, you know and being in the fitness industry as long as I have been yeah you know what I'm saying it's like you again as you know being in the wellness industry you're still mm-hmm. connected to so many people so, so many people so many people so it's like when you're I'm very um I, what's the word there's a word for introvert extrovert and I lost it um oh my An ambivert. God. thank you is that ambivert? when you're both yes Great, that's the word. Um, like as I lost it, I'm like, I know the Yeah, I'm Amperver- pretty sure. Yeah. Yes, Amberbird. Amperver- Amperver- so I'm very, I could be either or. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an introvert through and through, in case no one knows. <laughs> I'm an ambiver- I'm definitely an ambivert Because yeah. I know when to turn it on. And then when I'm off, I'm off. It's just like, okay, give me time, give me space, do not even talk to me because we're not getting anything. I just need me yeah. time to shut it down. Yeah. Um, but I do know how to switch it on. And I think that comes from being in a position of leadership. Being in the fitness industry when you're in a class and you have to be on and smile everybody, do too many I remember chats, those days. Right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> finding the balance. You got to come ready and perky and all dry after you just taught your classes. Do you remember classes. how many years ago mm-hmm. when we met? It's been Cre- 10 longer. More than 10. Yeah, it's been a long time. And we were we, doing that. Yeah. We were doing classes when we met. We were just teaching Actually, classes yeah. like... How many years has it been? It's 10 or 12 more than it has to be more than that because we're in we're 2022 yeah, yeah woof. it's longer than that okay
1: but it just, <laughs> it's, I remember it's, just, it's a minute we <laughs> were like
0: yeah i'm off to this class yeah. come take my class literally we were totally sweaty everybody like, yo we had bags <laughs> yeah <laughs> clothes and changes clothes, and all the colors oh, from my brand that, that we're not gonna talk oh, about we're not even gonna talk about but like, we're gonna we talk were about so that. different though Literally. because I'm thinking about it and I'm remembering, I'm sure you remember me always smiling and always. that was me people pleasing. Yeah. Because I'm an introvert. I don't <laughs> I want it to be around at all I actually wanted to be at my house. I, I'm remembering it and I'm like yes. I was such a different person mm-hmm. then because mm-hmm. now I don't even have time for it. I just I just don't. You know what's interesting? I actually enjoy human connection. I love it. With the right people. With the right people, I also like to source. It's interesting. So Mm -hmm. I like and this when it comes to relationships and friendships too. I can tell you right off the bat if you and I are not gonna go listen, I can tell from the minute that I meet Mm -hmm. someone I'm like, we are not (laughs) gonna gel. We're not there are. I remember when I had was full fledged into like personal training was doing in home training. There's consultations that I did, and I'm just like I shut it down. I'm like, yeah, we're not gonna. It's not gonna work. I let them know right there, cause again, I'm coming into your space, right? Oh, I'm coming to your home yeah. to do it, and I'm like, I'm already not getting a vibe from you. The the you're sure you're getting really a vibe right. from me, and I'm coming to your home, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> that part of your day people that aren't. Let's let's uh, let's keep it 100. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I'm just like, yeah, no. And then there's one and that's what i'm saying there are definitely diamonds in the rough that i meet where i have great relationships working relationships with that are acquainted with and they're just solid people yeah love you love being around you love teaching you like you just feel energized you just feel like a whole new person because you're surrounded by just good energy all the time mm-hmm. um so there was those moments that i definitely honed into and loved having those experiences when i was a food mm-hmm. instructor and mm-hmm. i was and when i was smiling i was truly smiling just because the people of which i taught and i led they just gave me purpose whenever you continue to do what it is that you loved in that in that time. Okay. But yeah, but there's moments where I'm just like, okay, I'm dead, like I just taught ten classes today. I am wiped. i have to get up at six AM to teach another cycle class. So I need to go you know those ones where it's like you're literally six. done at nine and you're going back to teach at six or train. It's just like it was madness. Like fitness yeah. industry was, was crazy then. But um it's not like yeah. that anymore because gen z those lovely people mm-hmm. aren't wouldn't tolerate what we tolerated we have to remember that all yeah. those hours and jumping from class to class yeah. and covering last minute they're like well i can do that but i you have to compensate me properly literally so that's why that's one of the reasons why i love gen z just to yeah go well, back to that part But well that's the thing i think that you know one thing that i like about the generation when it comes to relationships and relating with others is that they have no chill sometimes and I actually kinda like it. I love it. They I like stand that. up for themselves. I do. They don't like that. let anyone mm-hmm. like you know these authority figures that we were taught mm-hmm. if they're telling you what to do, you kinda gotta listen. They yeah. question stuff that we weren't questioning. Which is great. And I love that because yeah. I have the courage now to do that in certain situations, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I love learning from Gen Z. I do. I think that those mm-hmm. components of it are great, and I think mm-hmm. it's great that they speak up, because there wasn't a, I agree with you, there wasn't a lot of that mm-hmm. in our time, and even when speaking up with things we didn't like when we were in relationships, we never that spoke part, about and now we would we actually do. just be like, oh, you know, let me just be humble. I don't want to hurt mm-hmm. Again, anybody's feelings or anybody else to like me, but then you're just like, nowadays, like, I have zero Fs to give this in. If I don't like you, I don't yeah. like this, this is what it is. It's, it's great, and mm. I think that I do 100% agree with that. And I do, um, I find with my nieces and nephews, they have a lot of that, where they ask a lot of real questions. Sometimes I have to take a water, sip of water, I'm like, yo, why are you asking I me know. that? I'm like, this is a big woman question. Like, big <laughs> question what do you mean? <laughs> exactly. but, and then back in the day, you would think you would never ask your parents that, and they're asking me this, and I'm just like, no, oh, I'm feeling in a type of way, but I'm gonna answer it because you know, you're courageous enough in this moment to ask me a question, so I need to be just as courageous to answer yeah, it for and you. They're all yeah. gonna be adults one day, so why don't we respect? And, I mean, we need to respect them as human beings because we felt, I didn't feel respected as a child. It was Mm. more like just listen, do as you're told, and don't question it. When, how come I can't question it? This is life. I'm living a life. I might be seven, I might be eight, I could be five. Mm -hmm. But I still think you should answer my question if it's appropriate to. And that's and that's something about the foundation too, so yeah. that way even the things that I feel that we go through and some of the decisions that we make even now, mm-hmm. I feel like when you're molding them and answering these questions and being an adult about it and just treating them as that young adults that are moving yeah. into adulthood there's that level of transparency and honesty that happens where that way their expectations to those who they let in their life whether it be intimate or non-intimate relationships they have set that same foundation and same expectations for those people that they're letting in mm-hmm. right so it's mm-hmm. 100% true because if our parents if we if you even said the word sex growing up oh my goodness it's like, really? <laughs> like yeah, you couldn't like, even you ask it. about it you yeah. couldn't it, it. it. Oh, like geez. I remember my niece when I was um, with my ex she's like are you guys in love like what's going on with you guys that are living together I'm like whoa like this is yeah. me <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But again, I'm again I'm I'm connecting it to my past where I couldn't have that conversation I didn't feel obviously that like, I can have that conversation with my mm-hmm. mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. But now my niece is asking me this and my and again I love my nieces, but when they ask you that you're just like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Like, and again, like my bro- my brother's cool, my sister in laws cool, everybody's cool. So it was like if we talk about it, obviously they know me and I'm not gonna go into details, but we're gonna have a Yeah. You know, I like that those conversations though. Yeah. Because the thing is a lot of us never even knew how to navigate a relationship Romantic relationship, because yep. we weren't having these conversations. It's about it. care, mm-hmm. reciprocity, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. personal space. Yep, consent okay. within the relationship. There's this a lot of it. things that just yep. have never been discussed. Mm. So I think it's important now. I mean. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're doing it. 100%. So. 100%. Mm-hmm. Wow, T, I'm so glad. Yeah, this is good. That you joined me today. This is a great conversation. I could literally talk to you all day on the mic, and we could just have a good time. Like, you guys don't get to see it, all of the good fun that we're having right now, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's less, though, for sure. But Tanya, I appreciate you coming on the 2020 podcast. She will be back again. So listen in for season two, because I'm gonna make sure she comes back. I'm like, I'm not asking for consent right now. I'm just telling you she's coming <laughs> back. I know we talked about all these things like boundaries and blah blah blah. <laughs> because she's family, I'm just gonna really be like, she's coming back. Yeah, so she's coming back. She's coming coming back. So I do appreciate all you who have listened in. Again, if you are not following already, please follow 2020 co- pod podcast. Woo! Podcast. Um, And yes, I'm super excited for you guys to listen to our next episode. Until then, please stay healthy, stay happy, stay safe. God bless. Bye, everyone.